Hello witches, wizards, muggles, centaurs, satyrs, campers, half-bloods and everyone else. Hello. Today we are going to be doing a chapter episode which I shortened to CE. So in this episode we will be discussing the first chapter of the first book in the Percy Jackson series, The Lightning Thief. Uh, now I haven't read all of the books of the Ryoran verse, only the first five. So I will not be able to connect these, uh, this book to those books if they are connected. I will be only connecting them to the other four. So let's dive in, shall we? Okay. So the chapter name is I Accidentally Va Vaporized My Maths Teacher. When I first started reading these books, which was last year, I loved these chapter titles. They made you a little confused, but made you want to know more. But eventually I stopped reading the chapter titles, so I wouldn't know what would happen next. Like, so that I wouldn't spoil it, kind of. I guess. Anyways, as soon as I read the first page, I was hooked. I'm gonna read it now. Look, I didn't want to be a half-blood. If you're reading this because you think you might be one, my advice is close this book right now. Believe whatever lie your mom or dad told you about your birth and try to lead a normal life. So that's the first paragraph. So this first, just the first page makes you just hooked on to the book like you just want to read no more. Anyway, being a half-blood is dangerous. It's scary. Most of the time it gets you killed in painful, nasty ways. If you're a normal kid reading this because you think it's fiction, great, read on. I envy you for being able to believe that none of this ever happened. So that's how it starts, which is a pretty great way to like hook the readers into the book. Okay, so I researched a bit on his name. Uh, just so that, okay, so I'm gonna go into it a bit on like, uh, like, so, into the, oh my god, sorry, <laughs> wait, just so that you won't be confused, I'm gonna call the son of Zeus Perseus, because I'm gonna discuss him while I read out my research. So, Percy is named after... Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm going to call the son of Zeus Perseus and the son of Poseidon Percy. So Percy is named after another Greek hero, Perseus, who is the son of Zeus. His mom want, um, I read that his mom wanted him to um, inherit the luck of Perseus, because not a lot of half-bloods survive. So, yeah. Perseus is also a northern constellation between Taurus and Cass Cassiopeia. So that's interesting to me. So the next paragraph mentioned his school. So I went to the Ryoden wiki where it says this. Yancey Academy is the private boarding school that Percy Jackson attended in the sixth grade during the Lightning Thief. Known classes that can be taken in the school include pre-algebra, English and Latin. It's a school for troubled kids. But many of the students were well-off, rich families, from well-off, rich families and like Percy. It is well-constructed with lush pine trees all around. Lush pine trees. 
so in Percy Jackson the film in the film series I haven't watched the films yet I still have to watch them so yeah this is again from the wiki um Percy attends the school in the lightning thief although Yancey Academy is a private boarding school in the book it was changed to a public school in the movie in the movie the school has a pool <laughs> the school has a pool <laughs> Percy says because he likes water okay yeah obviously so known students are Percy Jackson which I f um so there's like um, in this list of known students the name of students written and whether they're still attending or expelled and stuff like that is written so Percy Jackson expelled <laughs> Grover Underwood no longer attending Nancy Bobofit, it is unknown if she's still attending, as Percy left the school before their graduating year. In the deleted chapter of The Last Olympian, she is still attending. Hmm. Known teachers. Mr. Brunner, Chiron in disguise, no longer teaches there, was the Latin teacher. Mrs. Dodds, actually the Fury, Electo in disguise. The mortals thought that she was the pre-algebra teacher. Mrs. Kerr, a maths Kerr, Kerr. Care, Kerr. Okay. It's a weird name to me. Sorry to all the people who's named Kerr. Mrs. Kerr. A maths teacher that appears after Mrs. Dodds is defeated. The mist made the mortals think she will always start there. Mr. Nicole. Percy Jackson's English teacher in the summer. Mrs. Watt. Chaperone for New York trips appears in deleted chapter. And there's an unknown Latin teacher before Chiron. So anyway, Percy is going on a field trip, which he's hoping will be as fun as Mr. Brunner is there. So, yay! <laughs> so the first description that we hear of Mr. Brunner, Mr. Brunner slash Chiron is... Um... Mr. Brunner was this middle-aged guy in a motorized wheelchair. He had thinning hair and a scruffy beard and a frayed tweed jacket, which always smelled like coffee. You wouldn't think he'd be cool, but he told stories and jokes and let us play games in class. He also had this awesome collection of Roman armor and weapons, so he was the only teacher whose class didn't put me to sleep. So in the Ryoran fandom wiki, it says Chiron is the activities director at Camp Half-Blood. He is an immortal centaur, son of Kronos, and the Oceanid Philira. Philira. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and a famed trainer of heroes from Greek mythology, including Jason and Achilles. In The Lightning Thief, Kyren went under the alias Mr. Brunner, where he posed as a uh, teacher at Yancey Academy. So, birth. Kyren was sired by the Titan King Kronos, who was in the form of a horse at the time. His mother abandoned him on Mount Pelion. 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 Uh, come, uh, correct me in the comments. I don't know. Um... Uh, Yeah, so be, 
oh my god where was i yeah abandoned him on mount pelion i think at birth because of her disgust at his appearance that is sad okay so start of training later the god apollo took care of the child and taught him all his skills in return apollo sent chiron demigods for him to teach all that he had learned chiron is not a true centaur as centaurs are no- notorious for being overly indulgent drinkers and callousers given to violence when intoxicated wild and generally uncultured delinquents Chiron by contrast was very in- intelligent civilized and kind also true centaurs are born of sun and cloud and are not immortal however Chiron gained his immortality from the gods during this time Chiron lived atop mount pelion in the northern region of thessaly death and resurrection after ex- accidentally getting hit by a poisonous arrow Chiron felt a lot of pain and later gave up his immortality whether this account was false or he was resurrected Chiron lived to Percy Jackson's time hmm this is because he was given immortality by Zeus so he would stay alive as so long as he has he is needed to teach heroes so i wonder if i just had a thought so i wonder if like there were no any gods left to teach would he disappear probably <sighs> I will later make a character episode on him. So even though Percy hoped everything would go okay, he was very very wrong. He also mentions that bad things happened to him on field trips. So I'm going to read it out of the book which I have in my hand right now. Um Yeah. See, bad things happened to me on field trips. Like at my 5th grade school when we went to the Saratoga battlefield. I had this accident with the revolutionary war cannon. I wasn't aiming for the school bus, but of course I got expelled anyway. And before that at my 4th grade school, when we took a behind the scenes tour of Marine World Shark Pool, I sort of hit the long lever on the catwalk and our class took an unplanned swim. And the time before that, well, you get the idea. Okay. So We then hear of Nancy Bobofit who is described as freckly red-headed kleptomaniac girl hitting my best friend Grover in the back of the head with chunks of peanut butter and ketchup sandwich. So kleptomaniac is basically I I will discuss the meaning of it. Uh it's mentioned in the wiki. So I'm just going to read from that. Uh Nancy was the first known victim of Percy Jackson's demigod powers. According to the book, the water from a nearby fountain reached out and grabbed her on a school field trip in Manhattan when she dumped her half-eaten lunch in Grover's lap, which angered Percy. However, she simply claimed Percy pushed her, knowing he would get into trouble for it. And that was when Electos who was posing as Mrs. Dodds suspicions were confirmed that Percy was a half-blood or more specifically the demigod son of the sea god per- Poseidon. She is later mentioned by Percy remembering all the persons persons okay that I thought it might be people okay whatever <laughs> persons that ridiculized him all in all his life 
also including Clarisse LaRue and, the, or, and other classmates of the school that, schools that Jackson attended. I cannot read right now. She is described as being a kleptomaniac, someone who has an addiction to stealing. Percy hated her because she was always teasing Grover Underwood, such as throwing pieces of food at him, like her peanut butter and ketchup sandwich. Percy couldn't resist trying to fix her up, but was blamed in the graphic novel that he pushed her in the fountain of water. She was Mrs. Dodd's teacher's pet, allowing her to get away with anything, including her bullying and pickpocketing. So some trivia, this is pretty interesting, is the part of her name Bobo is supposed, it's probably based on the same word in Portuguese, which means stupid to fit her personality. Um, yeah. So in the film adaptation of The Lightning Thief, she is Asian and doesn't bully Percy. Percy was originally supposed to stumble upon Nancy Bobofit in The Last Olympian, but the part was cut because the book was getting too long. The scene would have involved Annabeth Grover and Percy finding her and the rest of his class from Yancey asleep in the middle of the New York park. They would move them to a safe spot. Then we hear of Woo-Hoo Grover. He is one of my favorite characters. Him and Tyson are my favorite like uh, non-human characters. So um, he's described as... Okay, so I'm just gonna read it out. Grover was an easy target. He was scrawny. He cried when he got frustrated. He must have been held back several grades because he was the only sixth grader with acne and the start of a wispy beard on his chin. On top of all that, he was crippled. He had a note excusing him from PE for the rest of his life because he had some kind of muscular disease in his legs. He walked funny, like every step hurt him. But don't let that fool you. You should have seen him run when it was enchilada day in the cafeteria. <clears throat> So, um, from the wiki, most of this information from the wiki on each character and stuff. So, yeah. So, Grover Underwood is a satyr and a lord of the wild along with Silenus and Maron. He is also a chosen of Pan and is carrying the soul of Pan. Grover is a satyr who found the demigods Thalia and Grace, Nico and Bianca D'Angelo. Angelo, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, Percy Jackson, Anima Chase, and Luke Castellan. Grover is currently in a relationship with Juniper the Dryad. So, early life. Grover's history before he comes across Luke, Thalia, and Annabeth is unknown. So, finding Luke, Thalia, and Annabeth. He came across the trio traveling together and tried to get them safely to Camp Half-Blood while the while at the same time avoiding the forces of the underworld. Hades, after learning that a child of Zeus had been born, sent monster monsters after Thalia. So after that we know what happened. Um, Thalia told Percy and Luke to go and she got killed. Anyway. Well, no. Actually, they start, Thalia stayed back to fight the monsters, and yeah, yeah, yeah. He told Grover to take Luke and Annabeth back to camp. Yep. <sighs> so, I found this interesting. Um, being a satyr, Grover has many natural abilities, and most 
other satyrs possess. Goat legs, obviously. He's able to run very fast and climb up mountain edges with ease. However, he was a slow walker when disguised as human, probably due to the inadequate fitting of human shoes. Enhanced, enhanced smell. Groover has a very so strong sense of smell. He's able to tell when monsters, gods, demigods, or other creatures are nearby, except underground. Huh. This ability does not work underground. Okay. I literally said that. I didn't read the last part. So this ability does not work underground. Is everything smells the same to him there? Woodland magic. So the he has plant control, uh, animal control, and healing. And he can talk to animals, and he has an empathy link with Percy. So dream and uh, dream communication, mutual emotional insight, wilderness survival, panic cry. Uh, I said uh, emotional ins insight again. Oh, mutual emo Okay, there's mutual emotional insight and emotional insight. Okay. And Satyr's Sanctuary. So, Satyr's Sanctuary is basically the one that protects animals until they find a safe place to live. Then, etymology. Grover is a masculine given name of the English origin meaning grove dweller. Underwood is a surname of English origin meaning under or below wood. So trivia, his favorite song to play on his reed pipes is Muskrat Love. His favorite food is cheese enchiladas. He claims that satyrs are vegetarians. Huh. Can cheese enchiladas? Yeah, sure, you're a vegetarian. So Grover is the only searcher to find Pan. Uh, Grover found and was assigned as protector to all known Greek half-blood children of the big three. This includes Thalia Grace, Percy Jackson, Nico D'Angelo, and Bianca D'Angelo. In the books, he is Caucasian, but in the films, he is African-American. Grover is known to have <laughs> a crush on a blueberry bush and Artemis because of her love for nature. Uh, Grover is a member of the Council of Cloven Elders and is later stated to be a leader of the council. He is also now a lord of the wild. So, after that, let me read from Le Chapter. Le Chapter. Um, Nancy Boberfit was throwing wads of sandwich that stuck in his curly brown hair and she knew I couldn't do anything back to her because I was already on probation. The headmaster had threatened me with death by in-school suspension if anything bad, embarrassing or even mildly entertaining happened on the trip. I'm going to kill her, I mumbled. Grover tried to calm me down. It's okay. I like peanut butter. He dodged another piece of Nancy's lunch. That's it. I started to get up when Grover pulled me back into my seat. You're already on probation, he reminded me. You know we'll get blamed if anything happens. So, Mr. Brunner let the museum tour, and Percy was trying to listen like a good kid. But he got annoyed that everyone around him was talking, and he told them to shut up. Which caused Mrs. Dodds, a perfectly normal, totally human teacher from Georgia, 
who always wore a black leather jacket and looked 50 years old. Yes, she totally isn't way older than that. So she was replacing another teacher who had a nurse breakdown, which makes me wonder, did Hades, did Hades do something to the previous maths teacher? Like, did he cause her to have a nervous breakdown or did he use the mist or something? Most probably he like used some magic or something. Even Kyren, he had to replace another Latin teacher. Anywho, Mrs. Dodds loved Nancy Bobo Fit and hated Percy. She would point at him and say, Now, honey, sweetly, and he knew he was gonna get be in detention. He, she made him erase uh, all the answers out of old maths textbooks till midnight, which, why didn't she kill him then? I guess she wasn't sure about it, I guess. Also, what school wouldn't let a teacher give a to what school would let a teacher give a student detention till midnight? Like if even if it was on a weekend, a child still needs sleep sleep, right? Sleep, wow. <clears throat> now, I just want to read the next para. Um Give me a minute. Yeah. One time after she made me erase answers out of old maths workbooks until midnight, I told Grover I didn't think Mrs. Dodds was human. He looked at me real serious and said, you're absolutely right. It's obvious Grover can't lie, so I absolutely love he does that. Okay, so then Burana asks Percy a question, Percy answers, Nancy makes a sarcastic comment, she's busted according to Grover. Then Mr. Burana has a talk with Percy about how Greek mythology ap applies to real life. And Percy was mad. Any, and then it was time for lunch. Um, he wanted to jump in a taxi and go home to his mom. Aww. But he knew his mom would be disappointed and send him back. We also get to know that this was Percy's sixth school in six years. <sighs> so Mr. Brunner was reading and secretly spying on Percy. Percy was sitting next to Grover while Nancy was pickpocketing. And when Percy was about to unwrap his sandwich, Nancy came over and dumped her half-eaten lunch onto Grover's lap. Ugh. Now I'm going to read from the chapter. Um. Oops. She grinned at me with her crooked teeth. Her freckles were orange as if somebody had spray painted her face with liquid Cheetos. I tried to stay cool. The school counselor had told me a million times, count to ten, get control of your temper. But I was so mad my mind went blank. A wave roared in my ears. I don't remember touching her, but the next thing I knew, Nancy was sitting on her butt in the fountain, screaming, Percy pushed me. Mrs. Dodds materialized next to her. Some of the kids were whispering, did you see the water, like it grabbed her. I didn't know what they were talking about. All I knew was that I was in trouble again. I 
As soon as Mrs. Dodds was sure poor little Nancy was okay, promising to get her new shirt at the museum gift shop, etc., etc., Mrs. Dodds turned on me. There was a triumphant fire in her eyes, as if I'd done something she'd been waiting for all semester. Now, honey, I know, I grumbled, a monthly raising textbooks. That wasn't the right thing to say. Come with me, Mrs. Dodds said. Wait, Grover yelled. It was me. I pushed her. Then Grover tries to defend, not defend, like protect Percy, but then Mrs. Dodds is not having it. Um, so he turns to thank Grover and shot a spy, shoot a spiteful look at um, Nancy. And then when Percy turns to face Mrs. Dodds, she wasn't there. She was at the top of the steps. Which I wonder how did any of the students not see her. It was either the mist or all the kids were looking at Percy. So anyway, at first Percy thought that Mrs. Dodds was going to make him buy a new shirt for Nancy. But that wasn't the plan. Yes, Percy, the plan is to kill you. Duh. Now I'm going to read again. Uh, the part when she turns into um, the fury. So, you've been giving us problems, honey, she said. I did the safe thing. I said, yes, ma'am. She tucked on the cuffs of her leather jacket. Did you really think you could get away with it? The look in her eyes was beyond mad. It was evil. She's a teacher, I thought nervously. It's not like she's going to hurt me. I said, I'll, I'll try harder, ma'am. Thunder shook the building. We are not fools, Percy Jackson, Mrs. Dodds said. It was only a matter of time before we found out you out. Confess and you will suffer less pain. So then he thinks about the illegal stash of candy he'd been selling out of his dorm room. Or the essay on Tom Sawyer was, or his essay on Tom Sawyer was plagiarized. Or, and I love this part, it was like, I'm just going to read it out again. Or maybe they realized I got my essay on Tom Sawyer from the internet without ever reading the book and now they were going to make, take away my grade. Or worse, they were going to make me read the book. (laughs) (sighs) Well, she demanded, ma'am, I don't. Your time is up, she hissed. Then the weirdest thing happened. Her eyes began to glow like barbecue coals. Her fingers stretched, turning into talons. Her jacket melted into large, leathery wings. She wasn't human. She was a shriveled hag with bat wings and claws and a mouth full of yellow fangs. And she was about to slice me to ribbons. Then things got even stranger. Mr. Brunner hands him a sword, well, not hands him, he throws him a pen, which turns into a sword in his hands. And then she, he kills Mrs. Dodds, not, I mean, the Fury. She kills the Fury and the sword turns back to the ballpoint pen. I'm just gonna summarize this. And then he's just 
confused. And then she goes back outside and it had started to rain. So when Nancy sees him, he's like, she says, I hope Mrs. Kerr whipped your butt. And Percy's just like, who? And then he's like, our teacher, duh. He was confused. And she, he asked Nancy who she was talking about. And Nancy just rolled her eyes and turned away. So then this part. I asked Grover where Mrs. Dodds was. He said, who? But he paused first and he wouldn't look at, look at me. So I thought he was messing with me. Not funny, man, I told him. This is serious. Thunder boomed overhead. I saw Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Brunner, wow. Mr. Brunner sitting under his red umbrella, reading his book as if he'd never moved. I went over to him. He looked up, a little distracted. Ah, that would be my pen. Please bring your own writing utensil in the future, Mr. Jackson. I handed it over. I hadn't even realized I was still holding it. Sir, I said, where's Mrs. Dodds? He stared at me blank blankly. Who? The other chaperone, Mrs. Dodds, the maths teacher. He frowned and sat forward, looking mildly concerned. Percy, there's no Mrs. Dodds on this trip. As far as I know, there has never been a Mrs. Dodds at Yancey Academy. Are you feeling alright? Okay, so that's the end of the chapter. Now I've been receiving the analytics and I can see where all of your listeners are listening from. So I can see America, India, Sri Lanka and Germany. And I'm just going to open up uh, like the website again so that I can see and like uh, tell you the exact location. I mean not exact obviously. Like the state, the country and state. And my battery is running low too, so I have to make this quick. So in the United States, in Massachusetts, Massachusetts, I'm sorry, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, Florida, and Connecticut. So that's, <laughs> that's really nice. So, and in UAE, Sharjah. And um, in India, Haryana and Telangana. Haryana is probably Angel, who um, was with me in my previous episode. And then there's Sri Lanka, Western Province, and Germany. In Hesse and North Rhine-Westphalia. I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce some of these. I apologize, <laughs> but I was really happy to see this, oh my god. So I can see that most of you are listening on like Spotify and Overcast. So that's really nice, I, I was really happy when I saw this. <laughs> so. Thank you so much and uh, hello to all of you and I'm glad you're listening to my podcast. So on that happy note, I'll be ending this episode. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, Cat Lucky Charm and Cat Lucky Charm on Wattpad as well.
Hope you have a nice day or have a good night. Bye.